his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is off today. We are enjoying, and instead we are joined by Sonoma State political scientist, Dr. David McEwen. There is much happening in Sacramento during the last two weeks as the legislature has returned to session after a recent break. There are a host of new proposals and legislation this year affecting everything from mental health health care, crime to farms, from climate to food insecurity to taxes and spending priorities. All last week on the state of California, you'll recall that we focused on the Central Valley and its importance to the state's politics, where many of these issues clash and the valley itself challenges much of the orthodoxy of California as a blue state. So today, we wanted to examine all of this with some perspective on generational changes going on in California and how shifts in silos are changing politics throughout the Golden State. So, Professor, what are some of the shifts and changes going on that affect the battles in Sacramento and throughout California, for that matter? Well, good afternoon, Brett and Patty. And as we think about uh, what's going on in California, what we see really are some vast changes that are going on, not only in the Valley throughout the state, but also nationally. And those are really driven by what we call the RAE, the RAE, the Rising American Electorate. This is a group of voters that are emerging. They're not uh, traditional voters. And they are also challenging lawmakers and representation, challenging all the rules of politics. They're going to play a huge role in the 2024 election. So today's guest is someone who is front and center for those challenges and for those changes in representation. It should be an interesting conversation. I think so. To discuss further, we are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by State Senator Melissa Hurtado, Senator from the 16th Senate District in the Central Valley. And we really appreciate your time, Senator. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much for having me today. You were the youngest woman ever elected to the California State Senate back in 2018 and won re-election last year by, am I getting this right, 20 votes? Well, it's technical. 20 uh, immediately after the election, but after the recount, uh, some would argue that it was 13. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's razor thin. How are newer voters and changing populations both important for representation and politics moving forward in California? Well, you know, in my humble opinion, I, I feel that there's uh, there's there's a difference between rural and urban divide, right? There, we have a divide there, and obviously, in, I think there's a bit more of uh, young voters that are going to vote, uh, but still not not the the percentage that you know that really re- represents the communities. But in rural communities, uh, I, I what I saw this past uh, this past election cycle is that. There was a lot of interest to to vote, uh, but you know millennials, younger you know younger generations face unique challenges that previous generations have never faced before. So there's uh, there's definitely a driving force there, but there's these challenges and barriers that prevent them from getting to the polls, and and also um, from making sure that the vote is accurately counted. That that is what I saw the biggest challenge for these voters that are 
um, new to, to the electorate and are going to be participating more and more down the road. Senator, uh, thank you for joining us today. And you, you also have a, a leadership role in the Agricultural Committee. And w- when you look at that, you, you've taken a different tact, especially around issues traditional to the farming, water, resources debates. Can you tell us how you've seen those issues differently from others in the past that might be part of this kind of generational change? Absolutely. Well, look, uh, I'm the daughter of immigrants. My parents immigrated from Mexico here to the state of California, and they they came specifically to California, the Central Valley, in search of the American dream. And they, they found it in agriculture. They found an opportunity where they didn't need to have an education or even learn English and, and be able to buy a home, buy a car, and live that American dream. Uh, it, it, and now, uh, you know, generation, second generation, third generation of Mexican-American children, they, they don't have these same opportunities. And so for me... I, I guess I could. I was easily being looped into um, one uh, group of what what type of legislator I'd be, given that I'd come from the Central Valley and that I'd be more progressive. But really, more than anything, I'm, I feel like I'm more pragmatic. I really look at you know, what would my parents, how would this impact my parents uh, today if they were still working? And so, uh, but also there's the other side of me where I. I do believe in climate change. Uh, it, it's something that not everyone in, in the region that I represent has uh, fully bought into, but I, I do believe, and I see it, and I think we all are feeling and seeing it here in the Central Valley. We were the first impacted and the hardest hit when it comes to climate change. And so uh, I, I'm trying to make sure that I make that connection for everybody here of how, you know, flooding in the Central Valley and impacts to our food supply, those are all climate change issues. And so there shouldn't be a reason why we're on having different opinions or different views. We can all, I mean, we can always have different opinions, but we really, we should be on the same page of tackling climate change because at the end of the day, it impacts farmers, it impacts people, uh, it, it, it impacts everybody. And we got to do a better job of making sure that whatever impacts rural communities and our food supply and our farmers also, it has a direct connection to people that are outside of the region that we live in. And so that's mostly the framework that I'm trying to take in an approach of being the daughter of Mexican immigrants and making sure that people uh, understand the connection. You mentioned that you thought younger voters now have different and more challenges than previous generations. What did you mean? In what way? Yeah, well, I think that we're living in a time where we have technology playing a role. Internet uh, is also increasingly playing a a role. Uh, Personally, as a millennial, uh, I've gone through uh, two different different recessions, just we're taking longer periods to graduate from college. We're increasingly more in debt. We have, uh, we struggle to, uh, to buy our own home and our own vehicles. We just don't have the same challenges that previous generations had. On top of that, we have climate change because it's not something in the near future. It's something that's already here. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Human Right to Food Act, especially given the pandemic and how the need was on full display with lines of cars lining up at food banks all around California. Where is Senate Bill 628, the Human Right to Food Act, and what would it do? Yes, the whole idea behind Senate Bill 628 is really... It's really trying to, we have a human right to water in the state of California, but 
Water is tied to everything that we do. It's tied to life, including our food. If we have no food, we have no life. So the, 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 the idea is that when we talk about food, we can't just think about just going to the grocery store and picking up what we, what we love to eat. It, 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 to, to make food available at the grocery store, it, it requires a whole lot more. And we need to take all of those things into consideration from you know, who, how pro, you know, producers get that food to our grocery stores to how climate change has an impact on, on our food supply. And then also having an assessment or an understanding of how much food uh, is, is required uh, to, to feed the, the population here in California and in the U.S. And, and quite frankly, I love the fact that we here in California feed the world. We have this reputation of growing an abundance of food to, to feed the world. I want us to continue to do that. Uh, but climate change is impacting all of that. And the human right to food is having an understanding of where California is at, where California needs to be, and what California needs to do to make sure that human that the human right to food is not just that that it's something that we that we are committed to here in the state. Well, thank you so much. Our guest, Melissa Hurtado, state senator from California's 16th Senate District. Also a big thank you to Dr. David McEwen. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. Also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 